Hi guys, welcome back to your With More Than a Number, a weekly podcast where I share experiences and advice for people going through recovery, recovered, or just want some encouragement. This week, I'm going to be continuing to debunk the most frequent misconceptions of eating disorders, and today I'm going to be talking about the second one I mentioned last week, which is an eating disorder is an individual who is shallow or vain. It's Madison from You Are Worth More Than a Number. I just want to pop on real quick and tell you about today's sponsor for this episode. Okay, so firstly, people with eating disorders are not simply shallow or vain, obviously, because it's one of the misconceptions and I'm sitting here debunking it. But before we get started, I want to tune in to my scholarly senses, (laughs) go to dictionary.com and read you the definition for shallow and for vain if you don't know them so according to dictionary.com shallow a shallow person is someone who has little depth like they don't have a lot to them kind of like a shallow character in a book and then according to dictionary.com someone who is vain is a person who has or is showing an excessively high opinion of one's appearance abilities or worth Um, So they're kind of narcissistic, conceited, self-loving, in love with oneself, or other ways to say vain. They're very into themselves. Now, I know what you're all thinking. You're probably like, wait a second. First of all, isn't eating disorders appearance-based? Like, aren't people obsessed with, like, changing their appearance and looking differently when you have an eating disorder? And yes, that can be the case for some people. Not everyone. Yes, some people have issues with their body and their way they view themselves, but a lot of people have more issues with the food side of it too. And so it's not just because you're a vain person and you're into yourself doesn't mean you're going to have an eating disorder. I know plenty of people who are very conceited and into themselves that sounded so bad, (laughs) that don't have an eating disorder. Like, it's not a label. Like, oh, you're vain. Like, they don't go, two and two don't go together. Like, oh, you're vain, that means you have an eating disorder. Oh, you're shallow, means you have an eating disorder. No. You can be those things, but you don't have to be those things, or just because you're those things doesn't mean you're going to have an eating disorder. Um... In a focus on this and on weight and appearance and the way you present yourself and the way the person is, personality-wise or whatever, is an extreme way the illness can end up manifesting inside of you. So when you start placing these labels on someone and saying like, oh, well, they're vain and then they're very conceited, so that means they have an eating, they're going to develop an eating disorder, if you start telling people that... No, I'm not saying that you're going to 100% make that person get an eating disorder, but it's definitely not going to help. And they're definitely going to start like having issues around that because it's not, no one likes being told that kind of thing. It's not fun. And so we have to stop labeling people with eating disorders as these certain molds you have to fit into, which I'll talk more about next week. 
there, this is another symptom of a mental illness and of growing up in diet culture by saying someone who is shallow or vain is an eating disorder. Someone who has those qualities in themselves have anorexia, have bulimia, have orthorexia, have um, whatever, um, whatever eating disorder. They have eating issues. And it's so false because like I said before, you, you can have those qualities and have an eating disorder, but you can also have those qualities and not have an eating disorder. They don't go hand in hand. It's not like one and all. Like you don't have, just because you have one doesn't mean you have this disorder. That would be like saying, oh, well, I have a friend who smokes and so I smoke. Like, or, oh, I, I don't have a problem with smoking, so I smoke. It's like, it's like, that was kind of, I don't think that was a good example, but it's like saying you have one thing, like, oh, well, I hate, okay, I just like steak, so I'm a vegetarian. No, that does not mean the same thing, okay? Sorry, my examples are really bad today. I'm not really with it, but it's okay. Um, also, it is, an eating disorder is not a character flaw. And I, do, I want you to listen to me when I say that. If you are struggling out there, even if you don't have a diagnosed eating disorder, you just have eating problems or eating issues or disordered thoughts around food, I want you to hear me clearly when I say it is not a character flaw. It is not something you should be ashamed of. A lot of times in society, they want to make you feel ashamed, but you shouldn't feel ashamed of it. And I know that's easier said than done. And the reason why I'm telling you you shouldn't be ashamed of it is because you have done nothing wrong. By being ashamed of it, you're tapping into the mindset that you did something wrong by having this disorder and you've done nothing wrong. This is something inside of you that is taking over your mental ability to control how you live your life and it is controlling you and you have no say because it is so in so in charge and so overwhelmingly strong and in you that you have no say but it is not a character flaw and we have to stop making people feel like absolute crap for having one and I'm not saying it's a good thing like I'm not saying that like by saying this like oh everyone should have eating disorder it's good no that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is we have to stop making people feel like absolute terrible crap about themselves because they have an eating disorder. It is not a character or personality flaw. It is a mental illness inside of you that you can't control. It just came upon you. It's like anxiety and depression. You don't control if you have those. A lot of times they're hereditary. A lot of times you just get them. It's like that. You can't control. It is not a character flaw. Another thing is that just because you have an eating disorder doesn't make you any less of a person than anyone else around you. Just because you have one, have this thing going on inside you doesn't mean that you are any less important, any less beautiful, any less amazing, any less talented than your best friend, than your mom, than your dad than your cousin, than the person sitting next to you in class. Just because you have this, it does not diminish anything about you. And you can't let it. I spent the first couple years when I was really ill 
making myself feel so terrible and so bad and making myself feel like I was so much worse and so less and I was a problem and everyone around me was so much better than me and that just feeds into the disorder and you have to stop doing that because it doesn't make you anything less. Like I said, it's not a character or personality flaw. You have done nothing wrong. Just because you have this doesn't mean you're any less important than anyone else. That would be like saying just because someone has cancer makes them less important than someone else or more important than someone else. No. This thing does not make you any less or more important than anyone else, especially less. And the first step to this thought process is believing in yourself, funny enough. Um, Like, I had to believe this myself to get better. Many people told me this. Many people were like, Madison, this is, you're not any less. You're beautiful. You're, you're mainly strong for going through this. I like her. It was all like mush. It would go in one ear out and out one another other because go one ear and out the other because I didn't believe it myself. I would hear these things and I would go, yeah, okay, but no, I'm ugly and I'm a problem. But that's not true. And I know that me telling you this, you're if you're in that situation, I know that you're just hearing this and it's just all mumbles and you're just like, whatever. Like, but I know me, she doesn't know me. And that's that's okay if that's the stage you're in right now. But just know that you will get to this point but and you have to get to this point if you want to fully recover. You have to get to the point where you believe that you are not any less than anyone else or a problem just because you have this thing going on. It's a mental illness that you cannot control. Because if you don't believe this, you're not going to get anywhere in life. And I know that's very dark, but you're not. Like, you're not going to fully recover. You're not going to have full freedom with food. You might relapse because you don't feel it yourself. So you're not going to get anywhere in life. You're not going to move forward. You're going to stay stuck and sedentary. We have to break the stigma as a society that eating disorders have a certain look, a certain personality, a certain way you have to live your life or feel about yourself to have an eating disorder. And that's so not true. Eating disorders affect everyone, anyone of any size, shape, color, gender, anything. And we have to break that stigma because that is what keeps us in our society stuck on a lot of people not knowing the full spectrum and how much these disorders affect people. When we keep tapping into these stigmas about eating disorders and any kind of mental illness, people in society are just reconfirmed that, oh, yeah, it has a certain look, but I have eating issues, but I don't have an eating disorder because I'm not skinny. I have eating issues, and I don't have an eating disorder because I'm not obsessed with myself. No. There is no certain checklist, checklist of boxes, personality, image base that you have to check off if you have an eating disorder or not. If you have any issues with food, if you have any issues with your body, you have the permission and the validation to get help, treatment, support, whatever you need. You don't have to check a set of boxes and a list of boxes to be considered ill. It's not like a cold or a flu. This is a mental illness that you just get. And there is no specific guideline and outline of how you're supposed to look and be.
Friends, thank you so much for listening again this week. Next week, I'm going to be diving into another one of these misconceptions and debunking it like I have been doing the past two weeks. (laughs) But if you guys have any other questions, comments, concerns, whatever it is, feel free to DM me on Instagram at madisonparmeter or email me at madisonparmeter at gmail.com. Both will be linked down below in the show notes. And before you go... Please subscribe if you haven't already and leave me a rating and review because one, I love reading them, two, they're free, three, they help me know what you guys are liking and not liking about the podcast, and four, they help get my podcast out there and help and have the potential to help more people. Anyway, guys, I love you so much, and I can't express and thank you enough for all the love and support you guys give me. It makes doing this every week so much easier, and I will talk to you guys very soon.